Welcome to the Inspiring Women Weekly Podcast, where women come to be encouraged, uplifted, and inspired to go further, push harder, and shine brighter through personal conversations with me, your host, LaShonda McLaurin. So let's get started. everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Inspiring Women Weekly Podcast. LaShonda here and I hope that you are having an amazing day and ready to have yet another great week. Confidence is key. How many times have you heard that quote? Probably too many times to count, but nonetheless, it's very true. A major key to success is confidence in yourself, in your skills, and your abilities. So what happens to your level of success if you don't have confidence? Well, that makes things a little bit harder to achieve. Self-confidence is at an all-time low in society, and it is preventing many of you from achieving your goals, facing your fears, and reaching the success you dreamed of in your mind. So for today's episode, we are going to discuss confidence, why you may not have it right now, and how to get it back. And so I hope to inspire you to believe. Believe it and you can achieve it. Sounds simple, right? Mm, Not really. Having confidence in yourself can be one of the hardest things to do and one of the biggest barriers to overcome. How many times have you given up, quit, never even started, started over, felt discouraged or doubted yourself all because you lacked the confidence you needed to get started or continue working towards something that was very important to you. So many of you are sitting on ideas that can change your life and the lives of others, but you won't move on it because you aren't confident. You don't believe you can. You don't believe you're smart enough. You don't believe you're popular enough. You don't believe you're good enough. You don't believe in you. This non-belief is enough to paralyze a person with negative thoughts about themselves and keep them stuck in the same place, wondering what if. But I'm here to help you become more confident because I want you to be successful. If a lack of confidence is the only thing keeping you from becoming the person you were created to be, then this episode is just for you. So let's talk about your confidence and why it may be low. And most importantly, how to get it back and be more confident. Now, the first reason you may have low confidence is because of past failures. This is for the folks whose confidence has been degrading over time. You started out strong, but after a few failures, a few setbacks, a few times things didn't go as planned, a few times of not reaching your goals, a few times of being disappointed, you're now lacking the confidence in yourself. There's nothing worse than working hard towards something only to come up short. It can make you reconsider everything you thought about yourself and your abilities. But I want you to understand, no, I need you to understand that failure is a necessary part of life. It sucks, but you should embrace it. To me, failure is a practice run for success. Even if you fail, still be confident in yourself. Now, I know that's hard to do, but let me give you an example of people who do this all the time. And that is athletes. Right now, my TV has been fixed on tennis. 
Unfortunately for my husband and my children, that's all I have been watching. The U.S. Open is going on and I absolutely love watching tennis, especially women's tennis. Athletes amaze me because besides having this amazing physical ability, they have an even more amazing mental ability. To come back game after game, year after year of facing losses and to still keep their confidence up amazes me. There are women playing right now like Taylor Townsend, who has tried for the last five years to make it out of the first round of the U.S. Open and has failed to do so every time. But she never gave up. And this year, she's in the fourth round so far. And then there's the GOAT, Serena Williams, who lost last year in the finals to Naomi Osaka. And yet, here she is again, trying her best to go as far as she can. There's the young phenom, Coco Goff, who just lost the other day to Naomi Osaka on Saturday in a very emotional match. But she didn't lose confidence in herself. And the very next day, she went on to win her doubles match. How is it that these people can fail over and over again, feel the pain, feel sad and hurt, but still have enough confidence in themselves to keep coming back? Well, what I've heard them say over and over again after they lose is that they look at that moment as a learning experience and because of it, they will come back better. That is the difference between failing backwards and failing forward. You can let your failures propel you forward and increase your confidence because you now have another experience under your belt to learn from. It's all about changing your thoughts and your perspectives on failure. Failure is not a bad thing. Learn from it, grow from it, and become even more confident that you'll do better and be better the next time. So don't let failure be a confidence killer. Let it be a confidence grower. The next reason why your confidence may be low is because of past experiences. I mean things such as your upbringing, toxic relationships, bullying, and trauma. Now, whereas your failures may be something that happened recently, these past experiences are things that may have happened years ago, maybe even when you were a child and you have not recovered from them yet. Let's be honest. Some of you were never given a chance to be confident. From childhood, your parents did not instill confidence in you. In fact, it was the exact opposite. Some of you have been told negative things about yourself since you were a child and you're still trying to undo those hurtful things today. Some of you were in toxic relationships for years that just wiped out your confidence. And some of you had your confidence taken away by traumatic events. As much as we like to think we can just outgrow these things that happened to us years ago, it's not quite that easy. These memories just don't fade. Overcoming this is something that takes time and work. So one thing that I've seen happen to some individuals who have been hurt as children and they haven't healed yet from it is that they project a pseudo confidence. That's what I call it. It's not a real confidence, but it looks like confidence. Most of the times it comes off very strong and abrasive because they're trying to cover up for their insecurities. They overcompensate their confidence by being mean or rude and degrading towards others and prideful, all because they don't know what true confidence looks like. True confidence doesn't hurt others. It doesn't put other people down. So if you suffered from some difficult things as a child or in the past that has taken a toll on your confidence and you want it back, here's what you need to do. 
you need to heal. Healing may look like forgiving others. Healing may need therapy. It may mean reaching out to those who you, who have hurt you and having those difficult conversations. It may mean ending some relationships. It may mean taking time to get to know yourself. It may mean talking to that little girl inside of you that still believes all those negative things that she was told when she was little. Whatever it takes, you have to heal. Once the healing begins, the real confidence can begin to increase. And if you need help with this, just visit my website. A link of it will be in the description. The next reason you may lack confidence is comparison. Y'all should have known that this would show up on the list. (laughs) In this day and time, this may contribute the most to low confidence and low self-esteem. It has never been more easy to compare yourself to others. Back in the day, you could only compare yourself to the kids in your class and in your neighborhood. Now you can compare yourself to millions of people that you don't even know. How crazy and harmful is that? Many of you have plenty of confidence in your idea, in your business, in your hobby, in your talent until you started looking online at what other people were doing. Once that happened, your confidence fell through the floor. Why? Because comparison kills. It kills what? It can kill confidence. You began to believe that what you wanted to do didn't compare or couldn't compete with what others were doing. I've fallen into this thought trap before. The thought that hers is better than mine. So I ought to just sit mine on the shelf. Social media can be a confidence drainer if we let it. And I say if we let it because it is a choice. You have to realize that there is no need to compare. There is enough room for everyone to succeed, including you. Just like there is more than one brand of bread, there is more than one brand of clothing to buy, there's more than one doctor to go to. There can be more than one of that, whatever that thing is that you are doing. So that's the first part of beating comparison is to know that there is room for you. Now, the second part of this is for those of you who think that you can't compete. Your confidence is shot because you think that they are better than you. And my suggestion to you is to level up, level up, level up, (laughs) make it so that you have no doubt about your greatness. Learn as much as you can train as much as you can gain as much knowledge as you can about whatever it is that you want to do. That is a major confidence booster. When you do this, you know that you know that you know that you know that you are great and that you can succeed no matter who you are competing against. So stop comparing, get to work and get to learning. Now, the last reason that your confidence may be low is that you're putting all of your confidence in yourself. Now, I know you may be like, huh, I thought you said I'm supposed to have confidence in myself. Why? Yes, you are. But that is only part of it, my dear. I want you to have confidence in you. But it's even more important that you have confidence in the one who lives in you. If you only have confidence in your abilities, you will always come up short. Fear will always find a way to creep in. But when you put your confidence in the God that lives in you, you become unstoppable. Last week, I was writing my prayers one morning on a Sunday morning, actually. And I asked God to increase my confidence. 
There were some things that had been sitting on and I knew it was because I lacked the confidence in myself. And I went to church that same day and the message was a reminder to put your confidence in God. Philippians 4 and 13 says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. It doesn't say I can do all things because I'm me. It says I can do all things because of Christ. You have to be confident that if God gave you the idea, the gift, the talent, and the opportunity that he will see you to the end. Anytime I get nervous about doing something, I hear God saying to me over and over, do the work and I'll handle the rest. He's basically saying, do what I told you to do and have confidence that I'll open whatever door needs to be open, that I'll put you where you need to be, that I'll bring the clients, that I'll provide the listeners, that I'll give you the resources. Just do what I told you to do and have confidence in me. Alone, we are not enough. But with God, all things are possible. Knowing he's on your side is an ultimate confidence booster. So put some scriptures in your spirit that reminds you of whose you are. Remind yourself of his plans for your life. Remind yourself of what he can do and put your confidence in the person who controls everything. So that's it, guys. That is my take on why you may not be confident and how to get it back. So I hope that you feel inspired to let failure grow your confidence and propel you towards success. To heal from past negative experiences that have kept your confidence bound and to remember where your help comes from. Because with him, your confidence will remain secure. So until next time, stay encouraged and inspire someone else along the way. Bye.